recording. Oh, fuck. Oh, hold on. Oh, you don't mind. You've, you've heard cursing before, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm 12. Yeah. Okay, good. Look out! The lever! Get away from that lever! Don't blow us all to atoms! All right, welcome everyone to a very special That Record Got Me High. I'm Rob Elba, and this is a special bonus episode because we are talking to another uh, youth. You know, once in a while, I like to have uh, guests on that are younger, um, you know, just to, just to see what's going on with the young people, because I know most of the people that listen to this are old. You know, Jonas, most of our listeners are really old people. So uh, it's nice, you know, just, just to get a different perspective. So... In, with that in mind, I'd like to welcome to the show Jonas. Uh, twelve now, you're twelve, right, Jonas? All right, twelve-year-old Jonas, welcome to the show, Jonas. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Jonas. Full full disclosure: Jonas, his mom is Erin, Erin Lee, which we're going to actually record later. We're going to do our live uh, our live streaming episode with Erin later. So, but that will be we'll probably I'll probably put these together. I don't know, but you would have maybe already heard that one before you hear this one. But this Jonas and Jonas. What is the band and record that we're going to talk about that you brought? Well, we're going to talk about 21 Pilots and the Scaled and Icy album. Huh. Now, I will be honest with you. I've heard the name, obviously, 21 Pilots for a while because, you know, I would have to be an idiot not to hear them because they're, they're big. They're really popular, right? Yeah. But I never I never heard them at all. And I didn't... I, I First of all, I didn't realize... I assumed they were just like a whole band, but they're really two guys mainly, right? Yep. Okay. Josh and Tyler. Okay, Josh and Tyler, and they're so real quick. This is their and this is their sixth album. So they've been around for a while, right? They've been around for a little while. Yep, this is yep. their sixth album, uh, released on May twenty first, two thousand twenty one. So this is like this is their most recent record, right? Yep. Okay. So um, when did you become a fan of them? Like how long ago? Do you, do you remember like when you first heard them? Well, when I first started hearing them, it was like. About like three years ago, so I was like ten or okay. nine. Right. And on the radio that mom's on, they played a couple songs from there. Oh, okay, yeah, because uh, mom Aaron was a, a DJ, an on-air DJ at uh, the Shark. Um, and oh, so you heard them on on uh, the radio. Yep. And sooner after, my mom introduced introduced me to it. You really like, and you like them right away as soon as you heard them, right? Yeah. Now, was your mom, because I, I, I don't know, is, is your mom, was your mom a big fan of them or not as much as you? Um, she is a big fan of them. She is a fan. Okay. But you, so you and your mom like a lot of the same music, right? Yes. All right. But there's some stuff you like. I mean, you could, now, Jonas, you could be honest. Your mom's, mom's not here. She's in another room. So it's just me and Jonas. So you could be honest. Your mom's great. I love your mom. Yeah. She could be annoying at times though, right? She, could she get on your nerves a little? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but maybe. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with saying that. So, um, do you ever get annoyed like, oh, she likes that too, you know? Like, maybe you want something to listen to that's that's just yours? Um. <laughs> not that I'm trying to put ideas in your head or anything. No, that's really, probably wrong. I kind of just like like all the stuff that she likes because I hear it a lot. 
Yeah, you hear it. But I, and I know your mom has good. Oh, well, I don't know. I won't say she has totally good tasting music, but there's some questionable bands. Please don't tell me. I know she loves the Dave Matthews band. Please don't tell me you're a Dave Matthews band fan. Kind of. Oh, all right, all right. I will try not to. I don't hold it against your mom, so I guess I won't hold it against you. See, but I blame your mom for that, Jonas. I feel like you wouldn't like them if it wasn't for your mom. Do you, do you really think you'd like Dave Matthews Band if it wasn't for your mom? Yeah. Probably not, right? Because you probably wouldn't have even heard them. So Okay, yeah. so we'll totally, we'll blame that on your mom most, for sure. <laughs> most of the stuff that I listen to is from mom. And like... Obviously, like other bands, I hear from my friends and stuff. Right, get in. You can get in closer to the mic. Don't be. Don't be afraid when you're talking. Get in on that mic. All right. So um, this record, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been listening to this record, and this record is is not for me. Just because I feel like it's mainly. I mean, they're they're young. They're younger guys, right? And, yeah. And I would say their audience is more younger people, right? Aside yeah. from your mom that tries to uh, pretend she's so young, but she's not that young anymore. But, <laughs> but uh, mainly younger people listen to them, right? Yep. Okay. And this, which I was also reading, which is kind of interesting, is that it was recorded, well, obviously it was recorded in 2021, so it was recorded during this whole COVID pandemic, right? So, yeah, they did it during the pandemic, and they actually did like a music video where it was them like in their house playing all the different songs on a zoom meeting oh okay okay so and that's basically probably how they did the whole record right through yep. through zooms which is kind of cool and uh you know I, one thing i wanted to ask you jonas before we get in listening to it the the a pandemic's been going on and and obviously it's affected a lot of people and i will tell yep. you it's been really hard on us on on, on us older people <laughs> just because but i'm just thinking it, it's probably for someone young the good thing is uh, sometimes it's just we have like expectations and we compare it to other things. But this you're you're young, so this is just these past few years have just been your your life. So it's probably it hasn't been that bad for you, right? Well, yeah, not really. Like I do like understand like how bad it is, right? But but like yeah. but it isn't like you're walking around miserable. Oh, the pandemic, pandemic. You're just uh, doing your thing and uh, yeah, living your life, right? Which is great. Yeah, that's just how that's how we all should be. But you'll see, you'll find out when you get older. You get very yeah. uh, cynical and miserable and like uh, we all still wear like the masks and stuff. Right, right, right. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but that's good. All right, I'm glad to hear that. That it's but not just as like living our everyday life. Exactly, which is yeah. exactly how it should be. So that's good. So you so you understand that it's uh, something serious that's going on, but it's just part of life, and it's something you know when you get when you get older and you look back on it, you remember. Oh yeah, I lived I lived through that. I was uh, 12 and I did this uh, a dumb podcast with this idiot guy that's not that's not even alive anymore. <laughs> You'll say that. Maybe. Um, all right. So, yeah. So in, in uh, so I'm admitting that even listening to it, I could appreciate some of it, but I don't know if I really connect to a lot of it as, uh, as much because just some of the things that uh, they're singing about uh, is not really, you know, something that that is that's as close to me as it would be to someone that was closer to their age, you know, because they're singing about, you know, their their age and their life. And and a lot of it is the guy. So Teller Joseph, he's the singer guy, right? Yes. He's like the, the main guy. And then the other one's the drummer. Josh Dunn is the drummer. Which yes. you, you play drums, right? Well, you play all sorts of instruments, right? I play drums and keyboard. Oh, okay. All right. So you're like sort of like a combi- combination of them, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So let's, uh, let's get into this 21 Pilots record. And uh, you could school me on some of it. And it starts out kind of cool. It's got like this, like it's almost like the beginning of a movie, like a sci-fi movie or something at the beginning. Uh, let's hear a little bit of Good Day. 
it when it started. I was surprised because I didn't I didn't know them, so I thought they were more like a, a rock band. And this is very this is very pop and very, but it, it's good. It's like very up and pop. I don't know. Are you familiar with Elton John? Well, you you must know Elton John, right? Kind of, yeah. Okay, well, this to me reminded me of Elton John. I used to be a big Elton John fan, and, and he was a you know piano player, singer, and this uh, reminded me like it could have been like a little bit of a later day Elton John song. This one, I like it because it's real poppy and bouncy, but the cheer, what he's singing about isn't necessarily so cheery, right? Well, he's talking about, like, having a good day and, like, how he's enjoying singing and stuff like that. And right, but he mentions stuff like, lost my lost my job, my wife and child, <laughs> homie just sued me, which maybe, is that a real thing? Like, it's one of his ex-bandmates sue him or something? I don't think so, but... I'm wondering because he makes a lot of money. So I'm I, wondering I'll, I'll too. Bet someone, I bet someone's suing him. But yeah, so that, uh, that's what I meant though. He's sort of singing about, he's he's mentioning things that are bad, but he's saying that he's going to have a good day and enjoy, make the best of his day anyway. He's going right? to, so, so like he's going to push through it and have a good day. Right, right. No matter what, which is kind of like what we were talking about with the whole pandemic, right? That yep. we're, he's just making the best of it. Yeah, so that's good. So I, I like that. And like I said, that's a really positive up song. Good way to open the record, right? Yeah. Did you want to say something else about the song? Um, actually, do you know like what it's about, like the whole album? Well, you were telling me like so it's a concept, which no, I I, I saw in reading so, a little about it. I they mentioned something, but no, I have no idea. This is, so what is like, like the concept of it? So he's like trapped in like it's called Dima, and he's like trapped in Dima, and Dima is like. His <laughs> Dima is like his depression, so like he's trapped in his depression. Oh, and like anxiety and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Yep. Oh, wow. So that's uh, so that's like a place, like a made up mythical place, but it's really just like inside his head. He's trapped in his head with yeah. his depression. Oh, okay. So that's cool. But he's singing. Obviously, I guess singing and music is his way to get out of that, right? And to yeah. overcome it. And you'll like see that in more of the songs. Ah, okay. Well, let's get to the second one because the second one was really interesting to me because of the name and what it's about. Uh, but let's listen to it first. Let's listen to Choker.
he's thinking about a choker. Now, first of all, do you know what he's referring to, what a, a choker refers to? Um, A choker is like when you feel like you're messing up something or like you are messing up something. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of, it's really kind of a bad connotation. They use it in sports a lot because like someone who may be really good, uh, you know, but then he goes up to bat and he's so much pressure that he ends up striking out. They say, oh, what a choker. He choked. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of heavy because he's singing here. Uh, I know it's over. I was born a choker. Nobody's coming for me, coming for me. But you know that you realize that no one's really born a choker. Like, that's not yeah. that. That's his that's his anxiety talking to him. Right. That's yeah. That's just a human trait. Right. Yeah, that is. Oh, you're so you know, Jonas, you're so you're so well adjusted. I mean, I know it's because <laughs> of your mom and you're you're very well adjusted. So, uh <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> no, that's great though, because you're right. You're absolutely right. But that, and that's kind of like what he 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 realizes that too when he's saying that, right? Yeah. Self sabotage because he even talks about uh, choking on the circumstance. Self sabotage is a sweet romance, and that's like that's so important because so many people they do that they self sabotage themselves. You know? Yeah. So like in this song, he's explain he, well not explaining, but like he's making like the song about like his anxiety, like he yeah. Yeah, it's anxiety. Yeah, it's, 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 it's anxiety. But that's great that he can sing about it. And also, I was thinking that's probably great, for, not necessarily you because you're so well-adjusted anyway, but for other people that have anxiety and depression to listen to this would be good, right? I have anxiety. Oh, do you really? Oh, okay. Well, you know what? Spoiler alert. By the way, everyone does. Everyone yeah, everyone does. does. Yeah, I, it's true. Everyone does. Yeah, that's true. I shouldn't have said you, you don't. You know? But, um, yeah. But some people, you know, have so much anxiety that they wouldn't be able to do this, like sit in front of a mic and talk. So, obviously, you're doing that. So, you're... But uh, that's what I, I'm thinking more of that type of person that it's good for them to listen to stuff like this, right? Yeah. Because it makes them realize, oh, well, this guy's cool. He's in a, this band, this really popular band, yeah. and he's got the same, you know, feelings that I have, right? Yeah, like everyone has anxiety, Yes. Like, even my cat has anxiety. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My cat has, like, really bad anxiety. He cries at the door every night. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. I, You know, I used to have a cat, but my, I used to have a cat that gave me anxiety. But I don't, maybe she had anxiety, too. I don't know. Um, all right, so let's listen to this next one. Um, and I read this one. I read this one, uh, Shy Away, was like advice he was giving to his brother, his younger brother. Did, did, you, did you know about that? Not really. Okay, well, cool. Well, look at that. I'm I gonna, never really uh, understood that one song. Oh, okay. Well, good. I'm gonna I'm gonna clue. Let's listen to a little bit of it, and then I'll 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 tell you what I read. It's about. Uh, okay. Let's listen to "Shy Away." I read and this is from his mouth himself Tyler when he says uh, when I get home boy you better not be there you, you you're long gone 
what he's he's talking to his younger brother. He's just basically telling him, "You better not just be there, just like wallowing in in your whatever anxiety. I I want you to go out and chase your dreams and yeah. do what you should do." So that's yeah, that's he's singing it to his uh, saying, "Shed your modesty, don't circle the track, just break the cycle in half and leave your skin on the floor." When he's saying leave your skin on the floor, I guess that's just that's leaving your your anxieties and everything on the floor and just going out anyway and, and doing it. Yeah. So like chasing your dreams. Yeah, exactly. Chasing your dreams. So yeah, and, and that's great. And uh, it's very, you know, I, I, I know a lot of people who like this show, this isn't their type of music. So it's going to sound, because it is very, uh, it's, it's very pop sounding and produced, but it's good. I mean, obviously these guys, these guys know how to write songs and these songs are very catchy because they're already like catchy in my head. Like they're in, <laughs> they're in my head. It's, I'm, I'm probably going to be humming these songs to myself after this, but uh, that's <laughs> fine. That's fine. Um, so this next one, according to him, I read, believe it or not, as you could tell, I, I actually do homework and I read. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is my, I don't go to school, so this is the homework I have to do is for the podcast. <laughs> um, so according to TJ, this song addresses his criticism towards uh, music, uh, the music industry as a whole. This I thought was funny, Jonas, because obviously he's been in a band a long time now. He's been in a band like 12 years, right? Yeah. So he's grown up. So they must have been really young when they started. They were young, right? Yeah, they were like pretty young. Yeah, yeah, young. So now it's funny. Like he's singing like, oh, these this new music and this kid. What's becoming the music industry? But to me, he's still so young, you know, to be saying that. Yeah. So it's always perspective, you know? Yeah. All right. Let's listen to a little bit of The Outside. kids are trying to take my vibe am i on the outside so like he's we were thinking, literally just talking about that yeah uh, yeah so he's he's worried about you see you jonas you're the up-and-comer taking away like uh, you know 21 pilots popularity but that's how it goes you know that music uh, goes through uh you know phases and there's always something new but i was just wondering like what what new music does he not like like is he listening to and going oh that sucks like what do you think what do you think he's hearing that he doesn't like I don't, I really, I honestly don't know. <laughs> is there, is there, there's got to be popular music out now that, that you really don't care for, right? No, not really. No, you, you like music. You're just like a fan well, of, isn't like, there something that comes on and you go, oh, I don't like that or. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Like, give me, give me one. Give me someone, uh, give me like a band or a singer to someone that you're just not into. I honestly don't know. Like, like Ariana Grande. Do you like her? Ah, no. now he's shaking his head. Okay, no. there, we found, ding, ding, we found someone. Uh, <laughs> all right, so this next one, uh, this is something he did, a collaboration with the producer, Greg Kirsten, who's won, I read, he won like Grammy. The guy that produced this won like a bunch of Grammys. He produced uh, Adele and Beck and a bunch of other people. So obviously, obviously these guys know what they're doing in producing this. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now you. Now let me ask you. So you you were a Twenty One Pilots fan. So did you get this record like as soon as it came out? Well, like as soon as it came out, me and mom started watching start watching it, listening to it on Spotify. Oh, okay. So probably even before you could buy it, you like you started listening to it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and the the video probably sometimes they release a video even before it comes out. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you were right on board right away though. You said, "Oh, this is my jam. I like this." Yep. Okay, cool. All right. So this next one is called Saturday. Slow down on Monday. Not a sound. So apparently, like I said, he's he's been in a band a while now. Apparently, he's married and has a kid now, right? Yeah. So I guess this song is like him and his wife used to go out on Saturday, go out and stuff, and that's what he's singing about. But now, yep. like during the pandemic, they really couldn't go out. But I feel like he he's saying in this record that his one saving grace was that he had his his he had other people at home. He he had his family, right? He had his, yeah. his wife and his daughter. I think he has a daughter, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Rose, I think. Okay. Um. Also, like, with him and the drummer, they literally, like, I think they live, like, right next to each other. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah, like... You know, I was going to ask you about the drummer, because I, I saw that, that he plays he, he plays drums on this. So, there's actually... Because a lot of times you'd listen to this and you'd think it's not even real drums. It's just, like, electronic and stuff. But, no, he actually plays, and he's obviously yeah. a, a really good. He's a really good drummer. Yeah. Yeah, especially because it's hard because I guess they would send songs back and forth, so he would have to add drums to stuff that the other guy already recorded, which is not easy to do. <laughs> yeah. Right? You know you know, because you're playing drums, and when you play along to something, it's hard because you've got to be right on beat, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's good. Even though it sounds very electronic and produced, it, these are still guys playing instruments. Yeah, because, like, the drums are, like, like, the core of the music. Like, they... Oh, well, you say that because you're a drummer. No, <laughs> no, I'm like actually serious. Oh, okay. Like if the drums mess up, everybody mess up. That's no, that's true. Yeah, we've yeah. always said that. If a band, yeah, a band has to have a good drummer or else they, they can't be a good band. Yeah, they, yeah. they are. It is, so in a way, it's the most important things. I don't like saying that to drummers though because I don't like to give them their bigger heads. Yeah, anything. but like, yeah, it's, it's true. <laughs> no, it's fine. That's my, own, that's my own problem. Don't worry about it. Uh, all right, so let's listen to uh, this one. I read it critiques the intentional divisiveness and toxicity of modern media and i'm here for that now i'll tell you i agree with that i agree you know with social media and everything and everyone's so divided i hope you don't get in to all that too much right no not really good yeah don't believe me stay away from that it's horrible i don't think your mom doesn't either so that's good uh yeah stay away from all that all right but let's listen to never take it
attention. Like the way, I, one thing I appreciate the way he sings really clear, so it's real easy to hear what the words are in the songs. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, do you like that though? Do you pay attention to the words and and try and figure out what he's saying and everything? Yeah, I always pay attention with the words, but like a bunch of other bands, it's like. What are they saying? Yeah, I know. Right. Well, that's why they have lyric sheets. A lot of times you can't, you have no idea what they're saying unless they have yeah. lyrics. But with, with him, it's really, you could, you could hear what he's saying. He's pretty yeah, clear. Yeah, you can hear what he's saying. So this song, the way he's talking about um, weaponizing, uh, you know, um, social media and everything, it's a good message, I think, for people, for young people especially, but for people all, all together. And he mentions, one thing I like, he mentions YouTube and that he actually taught himself to play guitar over yeah. the pandemic. Cause, so I guess he didn't play before. He was mainly piano. Uh, yeah, he was man- mainly piano and ukulele. Oh, okay, okay. So he said he sort of taught himself to play guitar. So he must play more guitar on this record. And, yes. And he taught himself uh, by watching YouTube, and that's great because he's saying use the internet. You could use the internet for good things to to learn about things and educate you. You don't have to use it to like uh, fight fight with people all the time, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's good. That's what he's saying. You could avoid all the bullshit. Excuse my uh, excuse my French, but bullshit and pointless arguments, which is, which some people that's all they do on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. I'm glad you don't though. All right, so yeah. this next one, I'm from uh, New York. You, you, you were born in Florida, right? You're a Floridian, right? Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was born in New York, so uh, Mulberry Street. I don't know. Do you know where that is? It's kind of a famous street in New York. Yes, it's, uh, yes it is. Yes, yes. Yeah, uh, it goes through that. Little Italy. Uh, <laughs> and uh, this is another really happy, positive song, right? Um, With Mulberry Street, I think. Think that's where they got like their record deal deal thing. Oh, okay, okay. So that's so why. Like, so he's got a uh, even though because they're from Ohio, I think I read they're from uh, yes Ohio. But okay, so Mulberry Street must have a that must be have a big attack uh, uh, attraction for them. Yep. So, so let's listen to you. <laughs> Mulberry Street, you know, where I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm 18 and I just got signed to a, a, a record contract. You know, I'm going to be yeah. a millionaire. So that's good. Um, <laughs> all right. So this next one, this one, I guess he wrote, this is about his relationship with his wife. Uh, Formidable is the next one. No. I, no? I think it's with what his daughter. Oh, his, oh, okay. Well, wife, daughter. Yeah. Uh, okay. I thought it was wife at first too. And then mom was like, kind of like. I think it's daughter. Okay. Well, she's not always right, Jonas. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> I think. Okay. Well, let's listen to it, and we'll, and we'll decide. Me and you will decide. Yeah. Uh, 
formidable. Because especially when he says, and I know we just met, but that's like when when your kid comes, like when you first meet your child when he comes out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe, all right, maybe your mom's right on I it. feel like now that I'm actually like kind of paying attention to it. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's his wife because. Oh, now you're going back to. <laughs> yeah, because, because. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's both. Maybe it's a little bit of both. Yeah. But because when he says take me everywhere that you've ever been right if, if it's a uh, if it's a newborn baby where where she's exactly. been she hasn't been anywhere yeah. yeah i guess so i guess so it's probably both but i like you know what i like about this jonas because i'm i'm listening to all this and i'm cynical you, you don't know me that well but i'm cynical you know what that is right when someone's cynical it's kind of a it's kind, kind of, of a sophisticated word but someone that's cynical is just like uh they, they like tend to see like see the dark side of things and they don't like they automatically are suspicious if something's too good you know they'll say oh well what's wrong with that i'll, I'll bet there's something wrong with that like if he's singing about oh, yeah, his yeah. wife if i was really cynical i'd say oh they'll, they'll probably get divorced in you know a couple of years which is terrible, but it could also be true. But I like that he says in here, uh, cynical, he mentions it himself. He says, but you should know I might be cynical towards you, but uh, but I just can't believe I'm for you and I would die for you. So he's kind of like saying that, that he could be cynical too, yeah. but he's going to uh, he's gonna overlook that. So that's good. So he's kind of, you know, I, I, in a way, me and Tyler are, are cynical. We're both cynical. So I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait until he's my age. Believe me, he'll be more cynical. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this next one, Bounce Man. Oh, I did some research for this one, too, but let's listen to it, and then I'll Personally, tell you. Personally, this is my favorite one. Oh, is it really uh, Bounce yes. Man? Okay, yeah, you know what? This might be mine, too, actually. And uh, All right, let's listen to it. Let's listen to Bounce Man. You should bounce, 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 man.
so now I remember I did do uh, research on this one and I read that it's uh, it's sort of a transition from their album Trench and it mentioned the Dima folklore and honestly I read it I read what it was about and I didn't understand any of it Ned Ned oh Ned, Ned. <laughs> okay so go ahead tell me uh, tell so, me a, a little more oh yeah Ned that's right I saw Ned I had no idea what they were talking about so Ned is like their his little like it's like his imagination. Oh, okay, okay. I think. Right. No, that, that makes sense. That and makes like, sense. It's his imagination and like his inspiration. Oh, okay, okay. And he, they, they were like best friends. And then when this album came out, when he's saying like all this, like he's like, you should bounce, man. Come to the house, man. And then you can, and then like head to Mexico. Because, so like, He's like, you should see me one more last one last time before you leave, and then you should like run away before Dima gets you. Oh, okay. So he's kind of getting. So he's kind of. So maybe in a way, he's sort of admitting that he's getting past that now, and he's moving on with his life. Yeah. So he's putting that behind him. Okay, that's cool. I like it. And yeah, just uh, musically, this song's really good. It's really catchy, right? It's very catchy. And you know, one thing I did, we didn't mention uh, because a lot of it's towards the end of the songs. Uh, he also raps a little. There's some. Hip hop to what they do, there's, right? Yeah, there's a little bit of that. Yeah, yeah, which is cool, which I like it. Uh, yeah, are you a fan cool. of? Uh, is there some hip hop stuff that you like too? Um, some I with me, music is music. Oh, okay, and I'm right. like, and I know, and I like know what like like I kind of know like with what hip hop is and like what yeah, rock but is you don't like worry that. about genre, whatever the genre is. It's yeah, just it's, if you like it or you don't like cool. it, right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It is cool, and he's good. He's good at that. I mean, he's a really obviously he's a good singer, but he's good at doing the rapper, uh, the rap stuff too. Yeah, he's good at it. Oh, yeah, he is. All right, so uh, no chances. Uh, this is uh, this one's interesting sounding to me, but again, I have no idea what this one's about. This one gets deeper into like. The Dima, oh, yeah. that's probably why I, I didn't get it. It's just not for me, I guess. But uh, but it's but the music's pretty interesting. Let's listen to No Chance. Get the door to blow you away Flamethrower, you a switchblade Feet planted on grip tape With my shoulders squared and my back straight Got a good base and a loose tongue Notorious in the octagon now We were just talking about the hip hop stuff, and there it was, right there, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. But it's good. But all right. So what? So this is just sort of continuing the whole mythology about Dima and and what the concept is, right? Yep. So like when he's talking about we got people on the way, we want you home in one piece. That's yeah, like yeah. What what is that? So in his past albums, he's had like 
he he was trapped in Dima last album still. Oh, okay. But Josh, his drummer, was not, and he they formed like a little group called the Bishops. Oh. Where it was like a group that worked for Dima, and then they like were traitors to them. Oh wow! And like they, so they have a whole world, like a whole do. world going on. I'm <laughs> like, when I first found out about this, I was like, what? It's cool though. I like that because yeah, it sort of cool. makes it all really interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I I like the sound of that though. When he says, uh, "We got people on the way, we want you home in one piece." So I guess maybe he's figuring whatever he's moving on from and moving on to the next thing. He wants to, you know, he wants to know that he's gonna survive, survive it, and and move on in yeah. in, in one piece, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's and positive. also like, yeah, it's positive. Yeah. Right. And also like with the song when they're like, "We come for you, no chances." That's Dima talking. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Yeah, heavy, heavy shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. All right, now speaking of that, now we have the last song on the record is the heavy, the heaviest one. Uh, thematically, I mean, this one, this is a really kind of heavy way to end the record, but it's, uh, but it's nice. It, it, do you know, what, like with this last one, what, he's, what they're saying with this, like what it's about? It's like three different, it's like three different little stories. We decorate. Uh, but let uh, well let's let's listen to it and then we'll, we'll discuss it. Alright. Yeah. This is what I read. Basically, this tells the story of three people and and the thoughts that are going through their heads before they die because uh, they're worrying about the impact it's going to have on their families. So they're actually talking about their rooms and they don't want to leave it like a mess. You know, they're talking about the mess they're leaving for their loved ones. That's heavy, right? Yeah. 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 But it's uh, so and according, did you know um, uh, it was inspired by uh, their friends, one of their friends. Oh no, I didn't know that. Cool. Yeah, I mean it's kind of sad. Uh, a friend of theirs, uh, he preserved. He he had a son uh, that passed away, and they preserved the the room for him. Like they kept it the way it is. Some some parents do that oh, if, that's if they cool. have a child. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's sad, but it's sad, but it's also like pretty cool. So it is cool. Yeah, and, like and it's also sweet because you're talking about. Even even if you're going, because usually a lot of people think, you know, once someone dies, I mean, it's sad. Obviously, if someone's young dies, it's sad. But when older people die, I always I always say if someone's really old and they die, they've, they've led, you know, especially if they've led a good life and they've lived their life. It's not really sad. It's more sad for the people they leave behind, you know, their loved ones. So that's kind of like, I think, what they're saying here, that they're worried about how, you know, their loved ones are going to be 
carrying on without them, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, but that's a real heavy, uh, that's a heavy way to end the record, but it's, but it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, um, do you think, uh, like, so do you think, do you know their next record? So obviously they're going to work on another record. Do you think they're going to move on? Like this theme maybe is over and they're going to go on to the, something else? Yeah, probably. Probably, right? Because it seems like they're kind of ending. This is like the ending of all that, right? Yeah, from like the past. They've been talking about this whole thing up until like now. Right. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that's appropriate. Maybe that's why this it's a symbol, the last song talking about death. Maybe it's kind of like a symbol. A symbol. Yep. And like the, the No Chances song. Right. Is like in the beginning, it's like an alarm going off. That's like people escaping. I think. Oh, okay, okay. Because did you see the live stream? There, of what? Well, they did a live stream on the thing. Oh, 21 Pilots? Yeah, they did a what live What do you think stream. the chances are that I saw a 21 Pilots live stream? Seriously, no, I didn't. No, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> no, good. Yeah. Um, but tell me, you, obviously, you and your mom did. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what did But, they like, in the live stream, when that song kicked on, there was, like, an alarm. That was going off. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So So, that's cool. I I like that when bands do things like that when they sort of tie things together and yeah, I like that. People that listen to this podcast know I'm a big fan of concepts and things like that. I like it because it shows they're putting a lot of thought into their music. You know. Yup. Right. All right. So uh, all right. So we did it. We got through the whole record and uh, this was great. Did you have a good time? Yep. Oh, good. Yeah. No, it was it was great having you. You did great. You did a great job. And I know, like I said, a lot of uh, listeners to the podcast may not. This may not be their thing per se, but it's good to get a pers- other people's perspective, you know, and to see what yeah. the uh, kids are listening to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good. So thanks so much for being on the show. Um, yep. Do you have? Uh, you, you. I know you were at school. Came here right after school. Do you have? Do you have homework tonight? No. Oh, no homework. Nice. No. All right. Good for you. All right. So uh, uh, it was great having you on. And uh, don't forget, guys, this was the this was a special bonus episode. Uh, so thanks for listening. And don't forget, uh, subscribe, uh, whatever you listen on, and share it. Share this. If you know some young people that might be into this, that like 21 Pilots, share this episode with them and say, hey, uh, listen to uh, Jonas talking 21 Pilots. So thanks again for being on the show. Yep. All right. Glad we'll to be you. here. Yep. We'll see you guys next time. I'm Rob Elba. This is That Record Got Me High. We'll see you. Bye.